You're listening to Good on Paper, a bookish podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Rachel. Join us as we journey together into the land of fiction, where the men are brave, the quests are epic, and everything is better on paper. Hi, guys. (coughs) Hello, everybody. So we're back. And it's another great week. You know, day in the life of the writer and reader. Sometimes we read more than we write. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, my gosh. Some weeks I really do, though. Yeah. I, sometimes you need it. You really yeah. need it. Like. <laughs> yeah. Your brain's just like, no, no more of this writing stuff. We're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just read a really good book. I read, um, it's not new. I feel like it's new, but it's really not that new. I read um, Gilded by Marissa Meyer. I'm just behind okay. on books, but it's new uh-huh. to me. I feel like it's a new release. You know, yeah. anything in the past three years is like a new release for me. <laughs> like, yeah, it was actually it's new really good. It is like past. Or it could be a little older than that, but like I feel like it's the past three years. Um, but it's like a Rumpelstiltskin retelling, which is interesting okay. because that is an interesting fairy tale. You know, what I mean, it's not very common for retellings. Yeah, and. I really fell in love with it because it is based heavily on like Germanic folklore. And because I write um, a a series that is based on like Anglo-Saxons and like Germanic folklore, I'm like really familiar with it. So it's like Easter eggs for me. I'm like, Ooh, I understand this reference. Ooh, like I like this reference. And the ending was like, um, I probably shouldn't say because I won't, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But like the ending was like the exact like kind of thing I love in fairy tale retelling. So that's that's all I'm saying. Oh but, yeah, yeah. But no, I'm curious. But like I don't know if you like like happy endings or like ironic endings or it's definitely happy. It's happy and it's okay. like very traditional. It used to happen a lot in like okay. old stories and like old okay. ballads, and I feel like we don't see a lot of it for. Mm-hmm different reasons you know our society is different these days and so yeah. i just like really appreciated it oh. so it was really it was really good but i didn't know that it was a duology oh. so there's a big cliffhanger at the end and i was like <laughs> <laughs> and i should have i think in the back of my mind i kind of knew it was du- duology but i didn't think about it so i got to the end and i was like yes 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 you know when you're practically like jumping up and down because yeah like i mean you're sitting down so you're yeah. not really jumping up and down but like you're so excited about a book. <laughs> and I was like, what? No, like it ends oh on this God. cliffhanger. And then because it was Memorial Day weekend, the library didn't open again till Tuesday. And this, I think, was Saturday night or Sunday mm-hmm. night. I think it was Sunday. Yeah, it was Sunday night. And I was like, oh, no. So I actually checked out the ebook on my phone just to like, so I could start reading the next book until I could go check it out. <laughs> but. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> you're like i can't i can't do this i can't wait yeah yeah and that. it was good there i mean there was definitely it's not like an all-time favorite book of mine just because there is um some things in it that i didn't really like like they talked about oh the women in the village and their first like experience but of course that was a long time ago before they met their husband and i was like really guys like it seems a little yeah. too modern for me. First of all, I don't like that yeah. for, for religious reasons. But I was yeah. like, 
you're telling me that this fantasy village with no birth control people were having like lovers that they didn't marry like yeah so i didn't like that and then there was like some like gender stuff Mm. but other than that like it was like super minor and i loved the whole rest of the book like so definitely recommend that one yeah i haven't i've seen it a lot on instagram and stuff Mm -hmm. i've never read yeah <laughs> it's really good and i think that's my first marissa meyer i ever read because i know like cinder was really yeah. big but i just love cinderella so much and i'm not like a big like futuristic kind of person so and i think it's isn't it like a bionic cinderella yeah. or something like that and i'm sure i would like it but it's just one of those things that i was like no i'm not gonna read it like anytime i hear about time travel i'm like i don't like time travel i'm not gonna read it and then I, I will read the book, and I'll be like, I like that. But yeah. there are certain things that I'm like, no, don't worry. Yeah. That. Like, there are certain like, tropes and yeah. stuff that you just don't just not well with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I don't like. I I love fantasy, and I hate that people assume that because you love fantasy, you love sci-fi. I hate sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I like it every once in a while, it. but. I'll yeah. watch a movie or a TV show that's sci-fi occasionally, but I don't read it. Like, yeah, I've read one sci-fi book in my life. Yeah, yeah, I never read sci-fi. I will watch it more often than I read it, and then I read it because I watched. Oh my gosh, Andor is really good. That's it's on Disney Plus. So Disney Plus, I have very strong feelings about Disney Plus. I have very strong feelings about all these streaming services because they have too many. Anyway, but like, if you do have That's Disney Plus, you should um, watch Andor. It's like, um, it's Star Wars, and I think it's like the people from Rogue One. So, but honestly, you could watch it even if you've never watched anything about Star Wars. I feel like because I feel like when I watched it, I had just seen Rogue One, but I didn't really remember like anything about it. So I don't think it's necessary yeah. to watch Star Wars probably to watch this movie. It's probably really not. Or it's a show. But it was really good. Like, it was sci-fi. And I was like, yes, this is what I love about sci-fi. You know? Okay. Yeah. You know? I don't I don't but, hate it in movies when it's done well. It's just not... I think yeah, I don't just, like technology in general. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want the cottagey fantasy stuff where people don't have cell phones and me too. They don't have you know holograms and all that kind of like it just doesn't appeal. Yeah, to me. yeah, yeah. To yeah, to me, like if I watch sci-fi, it is not for the technology, which is I think what most people watch it for. Because it's mostly men, which like I get, like they're like more into technology because yeah. they're like tool focused. You know what I mean? They're very into yeah. like tools and like doing stuff. Yeah. So um, you see that. But yeah, I like it because I just like the idea of like a different like culture, like on another planet and like a different landscape. To me, that's what gets me about sci-fi, which yeah. honestly, that's like that's fantasy. Like you can get that in fantasy. So like the main draw of sci-fi is like you yeah. said, it's technology. And that is like not my draw at all. If anything, that's like a takeaway. Yeah. <laughs> like from the only sci-fi that I seriously really liked. And I, I feel like people write books like this and I just don't know about them. But um, Treasure Planet. <gasps> I love Treasure Planet. We Are just they, watched that again. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love that so much. It's like a, this the coolest type of sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Like I just love it so much. Like that kind of sci-fi, I would probably read. Yeah. But I don't feel like I've ever seen a book like that. Yeah, there's definitely books like that. 
Like, I feel like I've definitely seen one before, and there's probably way more, you yeah. know, because, yeah, because it's, like, because it takes, like, the old-timey, like, pirate thing yeah. and, like, puts it in space. I really like that, yeah. too. So I feel like you would probably really like, like, steampunk stuff, which mm. I sometimes enjoy, but sometimes I just feel like it's, like, it's such, like, a thing that I don't like it. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. steampunk yeah. is very like it has like I would like something that's like it but not like in the steampunk genre. You know what I mean? Like that takes that idea but does something different with it. I feel like I would like more. Yeah, yeah. Like there, it's all too um like falls into the same exact line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it has its yeah. tropes and its cliches and yeah. And I, it's because, like, people who like that like the same thing. Like, I will read a million fairy tale retellings. They are all so similar. And, like, yeah. that's good for me because I really like it. But, yeah. like, somebody who didn't like fairy tale retellings, they'd be like, okay, I want to read something that's, like, fairy tale retelling but, like, a different spin on it. And that's how I feel like I'm just not, like, a steampunk person. Yeah. Like, I feel like people who actually enjoy the genre probably like it being all really similar to each other. But because, yeah. like, that's not my genre. I'd want to read something like refreshing. Yeah. And that's why like yeah. when people have reviews. I try and like take them with like a grain of salt because a lot of times people will review a fairy tale we're telling and they'll be like, Oh, this is the same old thing. It wasn't very original. You know, I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And I look at that and I'm like, this is probably just a person who fairy tale retellings are not their thing. So they're bored by like yeah. the constant reiteration. I will probably love yeah. this book. So I go ahead and I read it, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I really like about bad reviews is because people will complain about things that they don't like, but it might be something that I really like. Yeah. So I love reading bad reviews because a lot of times it helps me decide whether I want to read a book. And yeah. that's why I feel like, you know, for authors getting a bad review can also help you find readers who like these things that people are complaining about, okay. you know, yeah. So I feel like if you read a book and you didn't like it, like go ahead and leave the author a review and say so, because I feel like that's more helpful than not leaving a review because at least then you can help the author get more readers. If you don't leave a review at all, they yeah. just have like fewer reviews and that never helps anybody, you know, cause yeah. people like they judge books and if they see your book has like 10 reviews, they're like, yeah must not be very good you know what i mean (laughs) it's true it's true i mean when i go looking for books i sorry to all my fellow indie authors and such a hypocrite because i mean i don't have that many reviews but i do look at the number of reviews because i'm that's how many people have liked this book so far um so usually if it has like 10 i'm probably not going to read it unless i know the author it was personally recommended Mm -hmm. or you read so i usually get yeah I'll yes, I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll look at the number of reviews and then as far as actual reviews, I don't read any of them except to find out if it's not clear in the description of the book. Mm-hmm. I'll look at the reviews to find out if it's clean or not. Yeah. Um, or if there's like any like uh triggering content or something. And if there's like any like majorly annoying tropes, like somebody dies at the end or oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, she doesn't pick any of the guys or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah. for the most part, I don't really care that much what other people say mm-hmm. about the book because I figure I'm going to have my own opinion and exactly. I don't know if I trust you. I don't know you. I don't know if I trust mm-hmm. your opinion, so it doesn't really mean yeah. anything. I would rather just go read the sample of the book and decide if I'm interested than yeah. to rely on 
somebody that I've never met before. Exactly. And then sometimes like I try, like sometimes I read reviews before I read the book, but I try not to because I feel like then it influences. Like if somebody brings Mm -hmm. up something, then like you might notice something that you wouldn't have noticed on your own. And it might influence like your interpretation of the book. So I generally try not to, but occasionally I'll just like look and then somebody's one will catch my eye and I'll just be like, click. And I'm just like really like cautiously reading it. But yeah, I I don't know. I think bad reviews are great. Like as a reader, you know, I mean, they tell you a lot about a book, you know, and sometimes like a bad review can really help you decide like if you're going to like a book or not, you know, because um, there's yeah. a lot of things that people hate in books that I love. <laughs> so if they're complaining about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to read this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I feel like, too, it's more so the number of bad reviews. If multiple mm-hmm. people are saying the same thing, that's when I'm like, oh, okay, maybe yeah. this book really does not have that problem. Versus if one person yeah. says the MC was really annoying, I'm like, I don't know, maybe you're annoying because you're the only person who exactly. thought that. Yeah. And it depends so on like what they think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah like but if like 10 or 15 people all say the same thing i'm like oh okay so maybe that actually is true exactly like yeah. if i see uh, a bunch of reviews and it's like the the mc is like too passive and she's always crying and she's always like fainting and mm-hmm. stuff i like mcs like that so if i see a bunch of people complaining about that i'm like i'm diving in <laughs> you know or if they're like yeah exactly oh, just- yeah it was really slow and too res- too descriptive. I'm like, sounds like my kind of book. I'm reading this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> or like when somebody says that he was too much of an alpha male. And I'm like, I like oh, that. I yeah. And they're like, this guy was so toxic. I mean, sometimes there are men who are like actually yeah. toxic. Sometimes yeah. I feel like they're just like really like alpha male types. And like people just don't like that. So they just call them toxic. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm reading this. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. I think we'll get along. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I, all- I think there's a way to do it. Like, when I say you should leave bad reviews, like, there's definitely a way to do it. Like, you don't have to be like, oh, this book was so bad because you just can be like, I personally didn't like it because it had an alpha male and I'm not into that. It had this and I'm not into that. You can be clear. Like, you know, if you think it was too slow yeah. or the writing was you can even like say something about like the writing like maybe you didn't think the writing was good because of you know what I mean because like there's probably going to be somebody who enjoys whatever that is Mm -hmm. you know and it will help them it'll help them decide whether to read it or not you know and I'll also say that as an author (laughs) I say this like take this as a grain of salt guys as an author, negative reviews are also helpful because it tells me what maybe isn't working that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, please yeah. don't say it kindly, though. Yeah, and don't tag anybody. <laughs> yeah, like don't tag anybody, but like you can still yeah. write it. Like, yeah, like if yeah. I have five people who all say that you know this moment in the book didn't make sense to them, or this character was mm-hmm. really annoying, or this part was really repetitive or whatever. If I have multiple people telling me that, then I know to go back and look at it and ask myself if I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of helpful as an author too, to be like, okay, maybe they're right. And this is kind of a problem. And yeah. I can like, you know, kind of work on that or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe it could be there. That's just not like the kind of books they like. Cause then you might have like yeah. 10 other people who are like, I really liked this character. Yeah. You know, most people don't like this kind of character, but I love yeah. this kind of character. Yeah. You know, 
So that's why it's good. Like, no matter what your opinion is, like, get it out there because it really does help readers and like authors. But yeah, if you're writing like a negative review, just don't tag the author in it. That way they can look yeah. at it if they wish. You know, yeah. they're not like, like, and oh, I somebody do tag me. <laughs> yeah, I do appreciate that most people save their really negative stuff for Goodreads instead of Amazon. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because on Amazon, if you do it lower than three stars, I think it's like three stars and under, it ranks it as a negative review, which I think for a product mm. is smart. Yeah. But like for a book review, like three stars yeah. isn't necessarily a bad review. For some people, so, that's good. Yeah. Because yeah. like I gen anything that I liked, I generally will rate three stars. If I really liked it, it'll be four. And if it's like my absolute take this book with me on a desert island, um, yeah. it's five stars. And I've changed that because I used to rate like everything five stars. But now I'm like, you know what? Like five star reads for me are going to be like, this is like my dream book. And then four stars is like something I really yeah. like. And then three stars is just something that like, it was a nice passage of time. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. You yeah, know, kind of a thing. Yeah. So, like for me, yeah. it's not a negative review at all. But yeah. So I generally, I agree. Yeah, I I don't post those. A lot of times, actually, three star review books for me are um traditionally published books, which I don't normally post on mm -hmm. Amazon. I'll just put them on Goodreads. Um, yeah. because I feel like with indie books, I'm pickier. Um, you know, I'll read like a whole bunch of traditionally published books and sometimes I don't like them. But with indie books, I only read stuff that like, I like know I'm going to love. So they generally tend to be four star reads anyway or up. Like, yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm picky with choosing my indie books, but I, I feel like sometimes I've read everything and then I'm like, well, there's nothing to read. Yeah. So I guess I'll read yeah. it. So I personally, and this is a personal thing just because I, <laughs> I guess I'm too sensitive. <laughs> I don't review like ever unless I'm really, really mad about something. Yeah. Because I just, unless I have something really, 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 really nice to say, I just don't want to make the author feel bad about something that was a personal mm -hmm. preference for me. I'm like, somebody else has probably already said this review. As an author, yeah. I already know how it feels to see it. So I just don't want to. That's a personal thing. Yeah. Um, but I also am not like you. I'm not, I'm not super generous with five stars. So I don't mm -hmm. just rate everything five stars. I'm like, if I really, really, really loved it, sure. But so mm -hmm. like, I don't do arc reads ever because I'm like, I yeah. don't want to. Because I feel like I yeah. I should give a positive review, but I'm so picky. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm probably not going to. And that's really what they're hoping for in an yeah. art reader. Not that that's what you have to do, but that's what they hope you're going to do. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm just not going to do an art read. Well, I just, you know. And I think there's something to be said for reviews that people in like the indie author community don't talk about. And that is, yes, because you always hear reviews help authors, reviews help authors. Yes, yeah. but... Reviews make reading stressful. Like, and mm -hmm. I think if you just want to read in private and you don't want people to know what you're reading, you don't want to put on Goodreads, you don't want to review all these books, don't do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it helps authors. And like, you know, if you can find it in your heart to do it, but like, if you really just want to be private about what you read, because I sometimes mm -hmm. think that's what can keep you from reading. If you're yeah. like, feel that pressure to write the review, because then it's like doing a book report every time you read. And then sometimes, yeah. like, you want to read stuff and you don't want to comment on it publicly. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, sometimes you want to yeah. be private about what you read. And, like, mm -hmm. I think that's okay. Yeah. And I don't think anybody should feel bad that they read books and they don't review them. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And, like, I feel like I don't like 
especially like if they're people I know that have written the mm-hmm. book and then you feel pressured to give a five star review. Yeah. I don't I just say I don't give reviews in general because I I guess I don't I'm really like uh all about my morals or something because I don't like feeling like I've lied in a review by saying I gave it five stars yes. and I didn't really feel that way. It really bothers me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that. I will say that I do like that at the end of reading a Kindle book, I can just click the stars and nobody knows yeah. that I rated it or what I rated it. It's just there. That I don't mind doing, but writing reviews, like it's just so stressful. There's so much pressure. You don't want to offend people and you also feel like you have to say all the right stuff. And it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Reviews are really, really tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Because I used to be so scared. I would never put anything negative in a review. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten better about that. And I do, you know, I'll say things, but I generally like, I'll phrase it like, wasn't for me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, and because it is really true. You know, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Because I mean, occasionally very rarely do i read books where like it's literally like the technical part of the writing is bad because i always read the sample first so if it's like that bad i generally won't even like read past the first page so i read books that don't have too many technical issues so for me it's just like i didn't connect to this character i didn't like the plot because this this and this you know and so i've gone better about like saying it but yeah it's hard like when you know somebody really well too you know because they can't yeah. make them feel bad, but um, you know, your book is just not going to be for everybody, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's 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 the truth, and that's okay. Yeah. Like, I think it's hard when you're creating like this art or whatever because you want everybody to like it and you want everybody to like mm-hmm. you by extension. Yeah, possible. Yeah, you know, meet the desires and needs of every reader everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because you're writing the book you wanted to write, not exactly the book everybody wanted you to write. Yeah, and there's such a separation too. I think we tie ourselves to our book so much, but you know, like some of my favorite people, writers I know, like I love them to death, and like I feel like we get along so well. Whatever they write isn't like my top favorite, like book. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like that's okay. And then there are other writers on there who literally write like my dream book, but like. We're not like as good friends and we're not as similar. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like there is a difference between your friendships with your writing friends and the books they write. Like the person that you are such good friends with might not write your particular absolute favorite style of books. And like, that's okay. And then some other person that you just really don't get along with might write like your ultimate, like this book was written for me book. Yeah. You know, because, and I think we feel like, oh, well, the person who wrote this must be so much like me. It's not Mm. always true. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And this isn't really a problem for anybody who like is not a writer. I feel like this happens in the indie author community. <laughs> this is a very yeah, like niche problem because there's I don't think a lot of readers are friends with a lot of authors. <laughs> so true. I think you know, sometimes when a sometimes reader messages an author and talks to the like tells the author how much they loved it and stuff, they anticipate mm-hmm. for you to be like the characters you wrote or to be mm-hmm. like the voice you used while you were writing. And while that is you, it's also not totally you. Yeah. So you're not just like the same as the thing you've written. Yeah. So it's you know, I yeah. Yeah. I mean and there's probably some people who have like a bookstagram who maybe do have a lot of author friends, even though they don't yeah. write. But yeah, I, if you're not on like book writing social media, this is probably not an issue for anybody. No, like it's yeah. just an issue for us. <laughs> like, you know, so we're like, I don't want to make this person feel bad because you know I message them practically yeah. every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, 
I mean, well, I guess tastes are a little bit easier, more cut and dry than preferences and books. But like if you your best friend is a baker, but you don't like the cake they bake because you just they mm-hmm. make stuff that you don't like the flavors of or whatever yeah. and you don't want it to change. Like it's it's kind of like that. Like it's okay that it you is. don't like it. It's bad. It's just not your favorite flavor. It's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because it happens in any friendship. You know. Because that's yeah. the thing about friendships. It's like mm-hmm. you're not going to be the exact same as your friend. Yeah. And also that would be boring. <laughs> like so. It would. <laughs> like, it sounds yeah. easier, but it's actually really boring. Yeah. Because like, what would you talk about? Because if you're the exact same, you mm-hmm. would know everything they were going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. There would be no like yeah. discussion or back and forth or anything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it, it's really like a friendship problem, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, friends are the best. Like I would not give up like the because friendships can be hard because like you know you don't want to yeah. offend people or like if they yeah. do offend you or you like you have a fight like yeah like the rewards you get from friendship I feel like are just so much better. Oh yeah, that yeah. it's worth it. Like you know, oh. so be friends with all the authors you want. And it might get, like, a little awkward if you're leaving reviews. Or maybe if you, like, beta read for them. Because that can be awkward, too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Rachel and I were just talking about how, like, it's so anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, What is the word? It's it's a very anxious experience. Yeah. Like, giving feedback and getting feedback. Like, it's so yeah. anxious. It makes yeah. me so anxious when I'm giving feedback. So I'm like, what if I, like, offend this person? Like, you know. Yeah. So. It is. But. It's really stressful. But I mean, like when I initially saw all the feedback for my book, I made the mistake of reading it all at the one time because I wanted to know yeah. basically what it said and got really overwhelmed and really stressed and really like, oh my gosh, is my book bad? But then as I went through and started revising every chapter, mm-hmm. like every comment that my beta reader had made, I was either like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. And sometimes it's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I totally... I totally thought that even before I saw the comment you made about it. Yeah. And sometimes it's like, I get what you're saying, but I actually don't think it needs that. And like, not mm-hmm. once during the actual revising and using the comments, have I actually felt offended or like insecure about every anything? Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like it's natural to feel like you're not certain whether or not you're going to hurt somebody in beta reading or relationships or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't, I, I think it's not as, it's not so, it's not so bad as you think it is. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, you know, as long as you keep it, like, a mix, like, I try and, like, point out, anytime I see something I really like, I point it out. Anytime I see something that I don't like as much, I try and explain as much as possible, like, why it's not working for me. And people have different feelings on this, but because some people don't want you to offer solutions, but you could offer suggestions for, like, solutions, and they could take it or leave it. But like I said, that's a personal preference, so definitely, like, your author friend like just make sure you know like what they want because some people don't like you like trying to fix it but even if you do offer suggestions they are always suggestions just to get them like kind of like started on like a problem solving you know it's kind of like a brainstorm problem solve then like you're actually telling them how to fix it kind of a thing yeah but yeah i don't know i think yeah writer friends are fun it can be a little stressful but like you know as long as you're polite and you're kind and you're like straightforward with people when it comes to like reviewing or beta reading or whatever like you can like maintain really good friendships with people without it getting um stressful or like ruining a friendship or like causing all this drama yeah 
you know. <laughs> yeah, I think the key, whether it be reviews or friendships or whatever, is just <laughs> remember that everybody's preferences are different. Mm-hmm. And to just remember to approach everything with the idea that I might feel this way, but it doesn't mean everybody else does. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, so we started with books and now we're talking about friends. But like, I think bookish friends are the best kind of friends. So I'm glad we went oh my gosh, yeah. We went to this place. <laughs> yeah. Highly recommend, recommend bookish friends. They are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. You know, because like, if you're an introvert and you like to read a lot, they are too. So, yeah. you know, you don't have to worry about like feeling overwhelmed with the bookish friend, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they won't judge you for being a homebody because they are too. No. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, and we will, we're going to start having some bookish friends on the podcast, and that's going to be really yeah. fun. But yeah, Rachel and I just need to get our act together because yeah. it's, it's, it's a bigger process to like organize an interview with somebody, but it's probably not as big of a process as we're like making it out to be in our heads, honestly. <laughs> after we get the first one, it'll probably be pretty easy to do after that. Yeah. 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 So, we're going to be having some guests on soon. So that'll be really fun. Get to talk to more people. Yeah. If there's anybody you guys in particular want to hear from, let us know too. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah. If you have like an author that you're like obsessed with, you want us to interview, we can try. This author might be too big for us. You know, (laughs) we can try. (laughs) We'll try to slide into their DM. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you guys for hanging out with us again. Yeah, yeah, we will see you next week. Yes, we will. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, We hope you enjoyed it and tune in next week for another episode. And if you enjoyed it, please consider leaving a review so that other people can find us. And we will see you in the future. Bye.